is the Music Vibes Podcast, sponsored by Neat 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 Records and Music, located at 1836 South Calhoun Street in downtown Fort Wayne. Neat 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 stocks LPs and CDs across all genres and is an authorized dealer of Ortofone, Audio-Technica, Emotiva, Wharfdale, Project, and more. Please visit neatneatneatrecords.com for more information. This is the Music Vibes Podcast, back here with another edition, and it's the beginning of the month. It's the beginning of December. We have only three podcasts left to end 2019, which is fun because we're actually already booked up for the rest of this year. So got some great stuff coming up, and at the beginning of each month, we started something new last month, actually. It was our debut of doing this, but beginning of the month, we have our fantastic sponsor of the Clyde Theater. We have the marketing directors, Daniel Butler and Rachel Burnett, joining us here in studio to help us kind of preview what's coming up in December, but also we're going to be catching up, but Guys, thanks for coming back in. Yes, absolutely. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us again. Absolutely. So we got to start off. So first of all, Rachel, I'm very jealous. Um, <laughs> I haven't got to take my vacation yet. And uh, seeing some of your pictures, you got to take a nice little trip. What'd you do? I did. I went to Arizona. I have some family out there. Um, my boyfriend went with us and he had never been out there. Uh, and nice. I took him to the Grand Canyon for the first time and uh, checked some things off of my bucket list, my Arizona bucket list. Um, we went over to a place called Devil's Bridge in Sedona. It's a l- little scary of a hike if you want to Google some pictures of that. Um, it took me a while to get back down because my fear took over. Um, and we also went and checked out uh, Horseshoe Bend, which is where the Colorado River carved out the edge of the Grand Canyon. And I'd never seen that before, and it was absolutely breathtaking. Yeah, so Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix Suns game? I did not. Oh, no. come on. That's my favorite NBA I think they were away when I was there. there, actually. We talked about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, oh, at least it was talked about. Yeah. They're actually good now, <laughs> so that would have been a good thing to actually do. Um, but I think, uh, Dan, you got to take a trip as well. What'd you, what'd you do? I know yeah. Thanksgiving just ended. What happened? Yeah, so my my family, actually, now that my brother and I are out of school and working full-time, like they just decided to snowbird it and headed <laughs> down to Florida and uh, moved down there. So, this oh, wow. was my first warm Thanksgiving of my life, which was Pretty nice having <laughs> when we had the windstorms here in Fort Wayne. I was down in seventy-five degree sunny, uh, sunny Naples, Florida. So it was really cool. Got to do some cool stuff. And so at this point, you're just bragging. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, this, I, is, this I, is a I'm very humble here. brag. Yeah. I, I did get to go. I went to well, that's not warm, obviously, but I went to Wisconsin. That's obviously not warm, but I visited some family there. But yeah, at this point, you're just bragging, man. Yeah. Seventy. Well, degrees, my mom said I can bring sunny. friends next time. So, okay, there do we you go. bring back yeah. any there cheese for us? More important question. I did not. It was <laughs> none left over. None left over. I'm sorry, but I'm a big guy, so no, left, no leftovers. Uh, <laughs> I get it. So I apologize for that. No leftover Lou Malnati's from Chicago either. That's all gone. So I'm sorry. We'll have to uh, we'll have to plan that <laughs> for next stay, time. Doesn't stay around for too long. We'll play, yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta set ball. that up. Um, um, so also to recap as well, I know you guys had a lot of sales going on. Obviously, we just had uh, Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. How, how did you guys do on those, uh, you know, on those sales that you guys had in November? We did great. Um, we were really, really happy. All of the tours for we we ran it for the rest of the 2019 shows and mm-hmm. almost all of them wanted to participate. And uh, we started it on Thanksgiving Day and ran it through midnight on Monday mm-hmm. um, on Cyber Monday. And all in all, for all of the shows, we sold about 400 tickets. Wow. Okay. I like it. I like it. And also to recap, I know last time I had you on, we previewed the November show. So kind of recap some of the you know key shows, um, kind of looking back on some of your personal favorites from November that you guys were able to, to attend. I know there was some great ones. I was at, I think it was the Grateful Dead. I think it was the Grateful Dead tribute. I think that was the one I attended. I attended a couple there. Um, so, and Dirty Heads. I know we previewed that when yeah, I was, was at the Dirty Heads show. That was Dirty crazy. Heads was by, not to not to say anything bad about anything else, but uh-huh. Dirty Heads was by far my favorite show of November, if really? not one of my favorites that we've had so far. 
What made what made it one of your personal favorites? Just the crowd and you the, know all the people. The crowd, the energy in there. Everybody mm-hmm. was just there to have a good time. Um, the they put on a phenomenal show. They were very very like personable with the audience. Um, they enjoyed it and mm-hmm. they said that they would come back and hopefully now they're hearing this again they yeah. will there we go <laughs> yeah um, so Dirty Heads I'm a fan of Dirty Heads so really enjoyed that show I was probably in the room the whole night um, mm-hmm. I did see working, you working I did kinda. see you, you, were, you I mean you were working when I yeah. seen you so I was I just disguising it by taking videos for social media <laughs> yeah, I, can, so. I can vouch for you I've seen you working uh, but another good one uh was our Temptation show because we celebrated oh, yeah. our 100,000th guest, Billy ah. Clyde. So that's really exciting since we opened in uh, 2018. Um, we had a, a girl from Fort Wayne originally, mm-hmm. but she lives in Chicago now, and her, her son actually bought her for her birthday two tickets for the Temptations, and they happened wow. to be the 100,000th guest. No way. Come in. So <laughs> they came in surprised with confetti. We gave them a giant Clyde ticket that said 100,000 on them. They got to meet the Temptations, got a signed album. And they were just, it was their first time at the Clyde, and they were blown away by the experience and looking forward to hopefully hitting 200,000 very soon. So that was a, a big night for everyone on the Clyde staff and uh, Chuck for opening that theater. That's a big milestone, and uh, it was a really cool night. Yeah, it's an amazing turnout for just in the short time that the Clyde Theater has been back up and running. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And what you guys did, I've seen all the pictures because I wasn't there. Still not, still a little bit bitter about that. No, yeah. I'll be all right. I'll, I'll, I'll Gotta get jump over. on those temptations. I know, man. I know. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it when they first came out, but I thought, you know, the way you guys shared all that on social media and they seemed very, you know, just genuinely happy mm-hmm. about that entire night. So I think, you know, you guys did a great job with that. Well, thank you. At the Clyde Theater. That was awesome. Um, so, all right. So we got a lot of stuff in December as well. It is not in there, although it, I mean, it may sound like that's the end of the story. That is not. We have <laughs> tons more to get to. Yeah. So a big month in December. So what we have coming up here at the Clyde Theater? Uh, This weekend, we have Thunderstruck, which um, is an ACDC tribute band. Uh, We had them last year, and this one this year is selling really, really well. It's on a Saturday. Um, It's an affordable ticket. So we we hope that, you know, leading up to it, we're going to see some more sales and probably day of show sales um, as well. And then uh, next weekend, we have Grand Funk Railroad, which I think I'm more excited about than anything else this month (laughs) because they're such a legendary band. So to have them in our house is really exciting. Yeah, um, I'm. I mean, American Band is probably one of my uncle's all-time favorite songs. So <laughs> I grew up with that song all the time. So it's really cool to actually get to experience the band uh, firsthand. Um, we've got a cool Christmas show coming up. It's uh, Old English Christmas with Herman's Hermits with Peter Noon himself. Oh wow! Um, so that'll be a great family show. Um, uh, we have Uncle Muscle that just got a local band here that just got put on. So they're going to be opening up with some Christmas music. Okay, um, and then. Uh, our high school selves, middle school selves, <laughs> are really excited about. Um, towards the end of the month, we have some forty-one coming, so ah. that'll be a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, g- grab those tickets. How much are they, Rachel? Uh, they are twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars. Oh so wow! Some forty-one iconic awesome. band. Yeah. Um, so grab those tickets, and then um, Subtronics, December twenty-first, which is an electronic uh, dubstep. Yeah. If you're familiar with electronic music. Um, that's a twenty dollars ticket. Twenty dollars wow. ticket for that. So really cheap show, and he's on Electric Forest, a lot of um, Bonnaroo, um, Lost Lands, Lost Lands, a lot of big music festivals. He's blowing up one of the 
fastest blowing up uh, DJs in the game. Mm-hmm. And then ending the month with Blue Oyster Cult. So mm. we're going to need some more cowbell there. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> That's a big one. That's, That's a big one. Another and iconic. Uh, so you rock. mentioned, obviously, we have Grand Funk Railroad on this podcast. So we got Don Brewer, who we mm-hmm. interviewed. So in a couple minutes, all the listeners will be able to hear from Don Brewer himself uh, from Grand Funk Railroad. So I know that that is something that you're looking forward to, the big show with Grand Funk Railroad. Absolutely. So kind of, um, I want I want to focus on the Old English Christmas one for a second. Just mm-hmm. kind of go a little bit deeper into that, explaining exactly what fans can expect. I know you mentioned it was a Christmas show, um, but I just kind of, because everyone knows about Grand Funk Railroad, at least uh, they had they know old American band, you know, go back in the day. Some 41, I know the younger people, but c- kind of, the, you know, the personal shows like that, the Christmas show, just kind of giving, because that's right by Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's only a few days before Christmas. So if you can just go a little bit deeper into explaining what the fans can expect from that show. Um, well, he is, it's obviously, it's a holiday show, um, yeah. but it's got an oldies feel to it. So mm-hmm. I think that it's the perfect, you know, as Daniel said, I think it's a perfect family show because, um, the parents will enjoy the oldies aspect of it and the kids will enjoy the holiday aspect of it. We'll right. have the Clyde decorated, the club room decorated. Um, it'll be just a really fun, affordable night out for the family right before Christmas. And all ages, correct, mm-hmm. I assume. Okay, so that, I actually just took my kids to their first concert at an all ages show. We went to see Third Eye Blind in Rockford, Illinois. Oh, I'm so um, Yeah, it was, he was, I, I know you've seen he was on. Mm-hmm. I'm really cool with the guitarist and he left me some tickets and he was like, hey, it's all ages. I'm like, I don't know if I want to take the kids to a concert yet. I was really on the fence about that. Mm-hmm. So I really, how do you guys handle that? I know all ages shows, they're a little bit little bit different. Um, I've seen, obviously, there's a lot of kids that go to the Clyde Theater, all venues. Like the venue I was at was like, it was seated, first of all. So that was kind of weird. So like, do you guys, when you have, when you have all, all, all ages shows, are they seated or are they standing? How do you guys go about the all ages shows? We yep. really leave it up to the parents' discretion. All of our shows are all ages, um, with the exception of Subtronics, which is 17 okay. and older. Um, I've seen kids come to everything from Temptations to hard metal shows to, mm-hmm. to hip-hop. And I honestly, um, Greg, our executive director, he always says, you know, that you're, you can... Uh, you can't remember what you had for dinner last night, but you can always remember your first concert. That's right. Um, that's and right. I think that's one of my favorite things he's ever said, uh, because, you know, we see people, little kids come in all the time um, and it's their first show and we get to be a part of that and we get to, you know, build that memory with them. Um, as far as it goes for like younger kids, we always offer earplugs if they're necessary, uh, especially for the hard rock shows. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we wear them and, you know, we're at every show and we're right up there. So we always wear them. We make them available for them as well. Um, I think one of my favorite uh, experiences with one of the kids was um, at the uh, Stevie Nicks cover band or the tribute band. Oh, the Tusk. tribute. Yeah. Tusk, Tusk. Yes, yep. the Fleetwood Mac tribute. Um, there was this little girl that brought in a guitar and she had all of them sign it and she stood there and she just like had the Stevie Nicks look with the dress and the hair and we got to be part of building that memory for her and you know having her autographed guitar from all of them. It was really cool. That was so awesome. Yeah, I was t- curious about that. To touch on the seated aspect, we actually have a... <sighs> 50 50 of our or 50% of our shows are about seated. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you ever go to the Clyde Theater website, you can always see it will say reserve seating or standing GA. Mm-hmm. And even if it is a standing show and you have um, maybe you have trouble standing for a little bit longer, you can always contact our box office and they can help you get um, seating for any show. So wow. whether it's standing or seated, 
our box office is great at um, accommodating um, our guests. Most of the time, awesome. kids are not going to want to sit. No, <laughs> they're usually not. up dancing. But for, for people that are wondering if we do have chairs, we right. a lot of our shows do, and we can all, always make them available if it's a standing GA show. That is awesome. Yeah, because I've been to a few shows and seen some kids there. I was just curious because the kids, my kids, have been bugging me for a while to take them to some shows. I'm Bring like, them I don't on know. in. Yeah, one, <laughs> I don't know. One prime um, example of that for our electronic show, we have a. Uh, an older gentleman, probably about 70 to 75 years old, that yeah. loves dubstep. He loves Skrillex. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, but he walks with a cane and everything, and he's just like, I want to come to the show, but I can't stand for four hours. So mm-hmm. we have him hooked up with some ADA seating, and he's going to come and headbang with the rest of the there we go. younger kids. And There we go. He's going to fit right a, It's in. a little bit of foreshadowing to my future, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Looking into the future there, future Dan. Um, <laughs> so I've seen this on Twitter, so I wanted, you, I wanted to give you guys the floor on this. I've seen, obviously, you know, you guys book very well coming you know bands and artists coming to the Clyde mm-hmm. I feel like you guys do a great job well someone on Twitter I think tweeted the Clyde Theater and asked you know could you book this group could you book this artist could you book this and like a long list like there were so many bands I couldn't even keep track of how many <laughs> and uh, you know obviously you guys would like to book everyone but Absolutely. that's not possible um, <laughs> so you know obviously a lot goes into that so let, I guess let's start with that what goes into you guys as, as the marketing directors what goes into booking an artist or band at the Clyde. Um, so I s- saw the tweet that you're talking about. There's a lot mm-hmm. of artists from Lizzo who's blowing up yeah. to the Floozies to a lot of big shows. So you have to remember that we're a 2300 th- standing room theater. Yeah. There's a lot of size that comes in when we're booking artists. They have to be able to, they sell a certain amount of tickets. They're not going to go to a, a venue that they're going to sell 5,000 somewhere else instead right. of 2300 here. So you have to bring that into equation. And then also, um, our booking team is putting out hundreds of offers all the time to a lot of those bands that that person mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, and it really just comes down to um, how their tour is laid out. We're a really good um, city that's in between some um, big markets. So mm-hmm. we get a lot of swing dates for um, for bands. So it's really just uh, whoever we can lock in. And we're trying to get all these bands all the time because we're jumping up from about 90 shows a year to 150 shows in the next mm-hmm. year or so. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a full calendar of, of, of events with all genres of music so patience um, when it comes to we're gonna we're gonna get them here we're gonna try our best so but we always like suggestions i think uh genre we we've pretty much touched on every genre since we've opened so Mm -hmm. we don't really close that door on anything Mm -hmm. um i mean like you know i mean as as just of last month and this month we've got everything from from edm to country to holiday you know we, we we're completely open to having everything and of all types of talent um but I think one of the things that we look at is hopefully getting on Fridays and Saturdays because that's mm-hmm. the you know that's the easiest uh, day to get some good traffic in the door. Um, but I mean we've have we have shows every night of the week. If we can get an artist and you know a, a sizable artist that's just you know happens to come this way, we're happy to have them. Absolutely, and obviously the holidays are coming up. Um, as we we only have a couple shows left, and then we usually I usually take a little bit of a break uh, after my last show. I usually do like a best of year in review type of show at the end, and then I kind of take a little break. So, but we have the holidays coming up though, and I know the Clyde Theater. You guys have obviously a lot of tickets available, but anything else you know in terms of deals, things to look forward to for this upcoming holiday season with the Clyde Theater. Uh, not a not any specific deals, but I do want to touch on. Uh, purchase like the gift cards yeah the gift cards for the club room and then we also for when you're buying tickets to shows here in fort Wayne, we're seeing a lot of um 
people that are coming to us saying that they've found tickets on third-party sites. So, so sites that mimic the Clyde Theater websites and then upcharge tickets by 50 to 100% more than what their um, actual cost is. Mm-hmm. So we really want to make sure people go to ClydeTheater.com and buy tickets straight from our site. So our box office is always open. So if you see a ticket that looks a little expensive or something that has popped up with an ad or something, you click right through to that you might find yourself paying an extra $50 for a ticket. So mm-hmm. make sure that you're on the right site, ClydeTheater.com. Um, and our box office is always open to answer questions if someone, if something looks fishy or something like that. Because once you buy them from a third-party site, we can't really do much to help you because it's not through us. Mm-hmm. So, um, Another thing is Facebook um, advertisers or Facebook sellers. So a lot of things, something that we see quite often, and we try to audit as much as possible, um, is people that comment on the Facebook event and try to set, you know, put up a story about how they're no longer able to make it and how mm-hmm. they need to get rid of these two tickets. And what typically happens is that somebody that really wanted to come to that show, they see a more affordable ticket, mm-hmm. you know, send over the money and then never get the tickets. And we, we you know, we try to audit it. Like I said, we, we try to delete those comments as fast as they come in. Uh, but when we have 50 shows to, you know, we might miss some and we see some people that have handed over some money and not seen the tickets. Uh, you know, so Daniel, you know, we really want to make sure that third party sellers is something that everybody's really aware of. And you can buy those if you're if you're worried about paying too much. The box office, you can buy them in person. You can buy them at any wooden nickel location and Sweetwater uh, concierge at Sweetwater main campus over on uh, uh, Highway 30. So mm-hmm. and neat, neat, neat. And neat, neat, neat. Correct. Um, so there's a lot of different avenues um, if you don't want to buy them online. And yeah, so just make sure you're double checking how much you're paying for your tickets because we don't want you to have to spend three hundred dollars on that's a right. thirty seven dollar ticket. That's right. Full disclosure full disclosure. <laughs> um so I caught myself trying to get Temptations tickets. Oh. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. <laughs> because tried to go that route and guy I don't even know. It started off like a hundred bucks and then we start talking back and forth and then he goes up to like two hundred. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Like this is getting fishy. A lot of red flags. So yeah, you gotta forward. you know you gotta pay attention to that kind of stuff. Like you said, just we go wish straight. people were nicer but yeah they, they like right. to scam you can people. usually tell you, you can usually tell if they're legit or not um if they're some like trying have to some sob stories about they how do, they're no longer they able do. to make it i've seen i've seen some and it's like really hope that's not true um <laughs> because you know you're just making up stories like that i hope it really doesn't happen um because you know people seem a little desperate on there but i'm really glad you mentioned that because it can get a little bit out of hand um and something else i wanted to get to before we let you guys go and get to these december shows that we got coming up thunderstruck's gonna be here in just a couple days so mm-hmm. i'm gonna be there uh, having a great time but um, I know the restaurant is also connected to the theater. Catch us up on what's going on with the club room as well. Yeah. Oh, well, one of the questions I wanted to touch on is that we get a lot of uh, questions of whether or not you can buy gift certificates to the Clyde. Um, unfortunately, at this time, we don't offer them, but you know, we're really working on it because it's something that is really wanted in the community and we want to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, something that I've been offering is buying a club room gift card and then purchasing, you know, just a regular Visa gift card for a certain amount um, and gifting that along with a show lineup that really allows people to, you know, you're there, in, you're in the area to get dinner. So may as well plan it on a night that you have a show and get mm-hmm. some tickets to the show as well. Um, in the club room, another really exciting update is we just launched our December seasonal menu. Uh, okay. Daniel and I both tried it out yesterday. Um, I had the scallops. They are <laughs> delicious. And nope, nobody could see what Daniel just did. Basically, <laughs> um, if you could picture like a chef or something, delicious. Like that's that's what I'm giving you the visual. <laughs> yes, they were incredible. Um, he had the <laughs> flank steak. They were both of them were awesome. Uh, we have three cocktails, which we also may have taste tested, and they were all perfect. Um, there's also dessert and an appetizer. So 
Definitely something for everybody on that menu. I would have probably got in trouble with the taste testing of <laughs> I, I, like, oh, uh, this it's, one. This is market it, research. It's yeah, our job. It's like, yeah, I would have been like, oh, I'm not <laughs> feeling this one. I, I think I need another one to try again. So I probably get in trouble when that's a good thing. You guys are doing that. But yeah, the Clyde Theater, obviously a lot coming up. I'm going to make sure I make it out to a couple just to recap here. Um, just one more time. Go through the dates and the bands that are coming through the Clyde Theater this month. Yeah, like I said, we try to get everything on Fridays and Saturdays as much as possible, and we were really fortunate because we have a show on almost every Friday and Saturday this month. Uh, this Saturday on the 7th, we have Thunderstruck, the ACDC tribute. Um, next Saturday, uh, December 14th, we have Grand Funk Railroad. Thursday, December 19th, we have an Old English Christmas with Herman's Hermits starring Peter Noon. Friday, December 20th, we've got Some 41. Saturday, December 21st, we have Subtronics. And Friday... Uh, December 27th, we have Blue Oyster Cult. Sounds like a fantastic lineup and a way to spend the holidays. And if you guys are looking for some last minute Christmas gifts, I feel like some Clyde Theater tickets to one of these shows would do very well. You have a if you're an older generation, you have a grandkid, some 41. That's the way to go, um, especially someone my age as well. I grew up on some 41. Mm-hmm. I think that is a perfect gift. If you're older, if you're younger, buying for an older like a, a parent or a grandparent, Blue Oyster Cult. Absolutely nail that one. You also have Grand Funk Railroad. So. Tons of holidays, um, tons of holiday stuff to get to, tons of gifts, gift ideas out there. So ClydeTheater.com is where every, everything you can find there. And remember, buy them on ClydeTheater.com website. <laughs> That's right. Don't third buy parties. any third-party sites, no no fishy people on Facebook. That's right. Our website will get you the best price for the ticket anywhere. So just remember that. And if you ever have any questions, our box office is open to answer anything. So. That's right. Couldn't, great stuff here. Clyde Theater joining us in here. Daniel Butler and Rachel Burnett joining us once again to promote December dates of the Clyde Theater. Th- guys, thanks so much for coming in again. Great thank stuff. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. Thank you. We'll see you in probably about a month to talk about January. Sounds good. We'll be, be promoting dates in 2020. Yes. Which is weird Crazy. to say. Oh, man. End of the decade. <laughs> thanks so much to Dan and Rachel for coming in and talking about the Clyde Theater and promoting what's coming up in the month of December. Now it's time to switch gears a little bit and interview a band that is coming to the Clyde Theater for you guys to check out Saturday, December 14th. That is Grand Funk Railroad. Here's Don Brewer. Hello. The one and only Don Brewer? <laughs> could be, could be. It depends on who's calling. Yeah, well, this is a bill collector. Um, I'm calling to collect. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, then you got the wrong guy. <laughs> hey, this is D.C. Hendricks. How you doing, Don? Good, DC. How's it going? <laughs> it's doing pretty well. Um, so you're coming to the Clyde Theater here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to it. Absolutely. So let's start off. We've got a lot to talk about here. So let's start off. Let's start off right there. So what's what's touring like now for you today? Well, you know, we've been uh, we've been touring pretty heavy now for the past 20 years, actually, uh, with the band we have now. And uh, we do about 40 shows a year, sometimes 45, you know, and, and that's, that's just about right for us. You know, I mean, back, back in the heyday, we used to do 40 shows in 40 days, and then we'd go in and record an album, and then we'd go back on the road and do another 40-show mm. tour in 40 days, you know, and that, was, that was killer. So now we do, we spread it out over the course of a year, and it's nice, you know, we get to go home every week, and uh, it's terrific. Yeah, that is, that is very impressive, and kind of catch us up here. So who is in the band now? We've got myself and Mel Shocker, founding members of Grand Funk, along with a great lineup that we've been touring with, as I said, for 20 years. Max Carl uh-huh. from 38 Special is singing lead and playing uh, uh, playing some guitar and little keyboards every now and then. Uh, Bruce Kulick 
from Kiss is playing uh, lead guitar for us, and Bruce Bruce was in Kiss back in the '80s when they took their makeup off, and uh, ah. they were trying to be a good rock and roll band. And, <laughs> uh, and then we had uh, we got Tim Cashin uh, from Bob Seger's band, and also he played with uh, Robert Palmer for uh, for quite a few years, and. A uh, great keyboard player, great uh, great backup singer, and uh, and that's the band. Uh, it's terrific. That is awesome. That is awesome. And I also wanted to ask you too: How exactly did you come across writing the song "American Band"? through with some uh, tremendous lawsuits at the time. Uh, you know, our former manager and a couple of crooked attorneys had taken all of our money. And mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time, radio was changing from uh, FM Underground, where they could play seven-minute songs, you know. Uh, and they they were taken over, and all the consultants came in and said, oh, no, you got to play three-minute songs. So we, we were trying to write three-minute songs. Um, and uh, we were flying into all of these towns uh, on a tour, and the thought came to my mind, we're coming to your town, we'll help you party it down. And I really wrote the song around that. You know, I, uh, I took little things that were going on on the road, you know, up all night with Freddie King, a great blues guitar player, uh, playing poker with him and his band. Uh, four Young Chiquitas in Omaha, and of course, Sweet Sweet Connie and Little Rock, and put all these little stories together. And, uh, and then I finally came up with the tag, we're an American band, and it wasn't to wave a flag. It's just that it sounded good when I sang it. You know, <laughs> it just sounds good. <laughs> well, it does. It does sound good. Um, just, just to throw that yeah. in. There. So, yeah. Now, fifty years, Don. Now, to someone my age, that seems like an eternity. So, how, for you, how does that feel for you? Fifty years. <laughs> uh, it goes faster and faster all the time. You know, I look back now and I go, "Wow, what happened?" You know, I, I remember, you know, being. I remember being 19 years old and thinking, you know, that uh, I don't, I'm never going to live to be 40. I don't want to live to be 40, you know. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you, you just have a whole different perspective. You know, now, you know, now I've got grandkids and, uh, you know, I bring I can bring the grandkids to the shows. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's just a whole different way of looking at things. And, you know, and now, like I said, time is, and my mother always told me, you know, time gets, it goes faster as you get older. And it sure does. It just goes faster and faster. That's absolutely right. Don Brewer joining us here on the Music Vice podcast. And now Grand Funk Railroad, obviously very historic band. Been Songs have been featured and uh, music has been featured in movies and commercials. Now, I don't know if you keep track of that. So I guess that's one part of my question, if you keep track of that. And on the other side, what's, what was your favorite placement? Well, I loved, uh, I loved the, uh, uh, 
the placement where they did a whole summer uh, for Chevrolet for their new line of cars, and I forget what year it was, but mm-hmm. they used Word American Band, you know, pretty much, you know, uh, for almost every commercial. And it, that that was that was awesome, you know. To, you know, you're sitting there watching, uh, you know, Sunday uh, football, and here comes the, you know, American Band, and uh, and they're flashing all the new cars and the Corvettes and Malibus and all that stuff. <laughs> and that, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Uh, you know, and I got to say another, you know, another song. Well, American Band has been used in tons of movies. You know, it was used in a, a couple of, uh, uh, oh, God, Sahara, I think, was the movie. with yeah. uh, uh, McConaughey uh, in it. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been used in tons of movies. Uh, I, I think one of my favorite placements for a song that we, uh, we I, I co-wrote and, and that it was a grand funk song was Shine and I. Mm. Uh, and they used it in, a, in an episode of The Simpsons. Mm. And Homer is taking his kids to to a uh, to, to a Lollapalooza or something like that, you know. And Shine and I comes on the radio, and, and Homer <laughs> starts telling telling his kids, "You don't know about Grand Funk Railroad, <laughs> the wild shirtless lyrics of Mark Farner, the bong rattling bass of Mel Shocker, the very competent drumming of Don Brewer, you know." And he's telling his kid, you know kids about Grand Funk Railroad. That, that's that was a cool place. I'm sure. All right, so apparently that's my homework for the weekend. I need to go see this episode. You know how many Simpsons episodes I've seen <laughs> and haven't seen that episode? I am very disappointed in myself right now. I'm oh, to... you got to see that one, yeah. Yeah, thanks to Disney Plus, I can go watch all of that now. It's all in there, so I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go check that out. That's some good homework right there. Um, so, yeah, you. Um, and also I wanted to ask you about this as well. So something, we talked about this band a lot on this podcast, obviously traveling back into time. We talk a lot about the Beatles. Now, something you guys have a band of done, is selling out the Shea Stadium in New York faster than the Beatles. When you found that out and heard that story, how did that make you feel? Oh, incredible. You know, I mean, at the time, you know, this was, you know, these were pretty early days of rock and roll, you know, back in the late 60s and 70s. It was the beginning of, of uh, stadium, not stadium rock, well, yeah, stadium rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, uh, it was winter rock, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it was very exciting, you know, to, to be following the Beatles into Shea Stadium. Uh, and selling out faster than they did. You know, that, that was a huge milestone. Uh, and, man, I want to tell you, to talk about a rock and roll fantasy, there it was. Yeah, and to kind of talk about the landscape of music and how much has changed since you guys first came onto the scene. I know you're very vocal about how much music has changed. How much do you think has music has changed since you guys came out 50 years ago? Well, drastically. You know, and radio has changed. You know, and now it's satellite radio. And now, you know, I mean, it's... You know, I, I longed for the days uh, back when uh, it was FM underground radio and the jocks could go home and do their homework, you know, and listen to stuff, and then they'd bring their album collection in mm-hmm. and play, you know, sit there for four hours and play anything they wanted to, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it didn't matter whether it was Frank Zappa or Frank Sinatra. <laughs> they, right. they would play it. And I, you know, and I miss those days of, uh, you know, and, uh, when jocks could do that. And also the the the... Uh, I'm looking for the right word here. You know, the, the way that, that music and radio and artists all kind of were one back then. You know, it was all one one thing. You know, all, all united. All about getting, getting, the, getting the music out there. You know? so yeah, everyone was united. I mean, yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's obviously changed a whole lot. And I know you are pretty vocal about that. You also on the on the flip side are very vocal in terms of helping some of the up and coming musicians and artists. So what would be some advice from someone like you who's obviously very successful uh, celebrating 50 year anniversary? What would be some advice from you for some up and coming musicians, performers and those kind of guys? Well, you know, I think everything has changed since I started out in this business. You know, the, the way you go about, you know, coming up with a record, the way you go about getting it played, you know, the way you, you know, you, you, everything has changed. Everything's internet related now, and it's less changed. But the one thing that hasn't changed is uh, you have to have a thick skin, mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to sacrifice a normal life uh, to to be uh, in the entertainment business. You know, you, it's a, it's not a normal life. Uh, <laughs> you, have to, you know, you have to be with people that uh, that think that way too, because you know if you don't, uh, you know it, it just is not going to work. You know, you have to be dedicated to it. You have to give your give everything to it. Everybody's going to tell you you can't do it, and you have to you know just ignore everybody and go. You know, I'm going to follow my dream, uh, and and I, that's the one thing that hasn't changed. And that, that's my advice uh, to people if they want to want to be in music and they want to be in entertainment. You know, you dedicate your life to it. Yeah, and I I was curious about this as well. Usually, when I have you know some of the people that I enjoyed growing up, and you know that music uh, goes back generations before me, I tend to ask because if you're still involved, is there anyone that you listen to in today's music that you possibly enjoy? You know, every now and then I hear something I like. You know, I mean, for a while uh, I thought Train, the band Train, was coming out with some good stuff, very poppy stuff, but it it was still some of it was almost throwback. You know, to to the early days of rock. You know, and I I love the fact that they they have a sensitivity for uh, a chorus uh, and a bridge and uh, and a hook line. You know, and uh, you know that's that's the way music was was done. You know, and uh, and I miss those days. I I don't hear a lot of that anymore. It's uh, Right. You know, I hear more of it in country than I do in pop. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I miss that stuff. That's very true. I actually got to see Train uh, last year. They, I think they're open for Hall & Oates. Got to see Train. So, yeah, definitely became a fan of seeing them live. And something else that I know you're very passionate about that I wanted to give you the floor to speak on is your work with Animal Rescue, Don. Kind of tell us about that. You know, my wife and I have been involved with uh, with uh, Animal uh, Rescue now down in here in Jupiter, Florida. That's where we live. My wife was on radio here for about 20, 25 years. Wow. And we got involved with a place here called uh, Safe Harbor, uh, which is a no-kill animal facility. And a lot of time, spent a lot of time uh, there. And uh, actually, Grand Funk has actually done a few shows, you know, and uh, donated the, the proceeds to uh, to the animal rescue, and uh, so you know, we, we just have uh, you know a, a fondness for animals in our hearts, and uh, you know we're all, all about rescuing animals. And you know, we, you know, I tell everybody, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna adopt a pet, go to your local rescue. You know, don't go to the pet store. You know, and try to get uh, the latest fur dog. You know, that, you know that could come from a puppy mill. You know, there's plenty of animals that need you know, your love and attention at, at all the rescues. So uh, you know, go there, donate your time, donate your money. Absolutely, man. Great stuff. Great stuff. My girlfriend is going to love that part. We we have two cats and uh, she every day she tries to talk me into getting some more. So maybe uh, her hearing that. Um, well, maybe that'll make this probably going to make her even more pushing me to get some more. But yeah, very well said. Don. And uh, I, I really do admire all your work and I hope to see you guys coming to the Clyde Theater here. I really hope to catch the show. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll be there. Awesome. Thanks so much. I'll see you here in town. OK, thanks so much, Don. All right. Okay, DC. Thank you. Awesome.
Thanks so much to both the Clyde Theater and Don Brewer of Grand Funk Railroad for joining us so far on the Music Vibes podcast for this week. Again, as we mentioned earlier, only two more podcasts remain in the year, and then we're going to be taking a little bit of a break and a hiatus here on this podcast, and we'll be back in 2020 better than ever. But it's time for this week's edition of Drop the Needle, presented by 20 Past 4 and More, located at 2014 Broadway Street. Phone number is 422-4518. You can talk to store manager Kevin. Hours are open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 10 p.m. and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Obviously, you can get all of your goods, what you need for your tobacco products, and it's Indiana's number one CBD retailer. So for this week's edition of Drop the Needle, we had to travel back a little bit. So something we're going to start doing when it gets a little bit tough to find a band that is similar or an artist that is similar to who I'm talking about, or if the band that I'm talking about does not have any new music to talk about or play on here, we're going to have to travel back a little bit and we're going to go back in time. And today, that's what we're going to have to do because Grand Funk Railroad hasn't released music in about a decade. So it's been a long time. Uh, so we had to go back to 1970 to play one of my favorite Grand Funk Railroad songs, I'm really hoping they play one at the show so i probably should have squeezed this into don earlier but 1970 they released the album closer to home and one of my favorite songs on that album it's actually a two-part song that is on there but i like the first part of the song i love how it translates. obviously i love both parts but for drop the needle i'm only going to play the first part of the song and it's called i'm your captain and the second half of the song is called closer to home but the part i'm going to play is i'm your captain let's drop the needle this is Grand Funk Railroad with I'm Your Captain.
Time Travel with DC Hendrix on the Music Vibes Podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify on your mobile device. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.